get out there and promote the IPO directly to the retail investors. To get funding from investors, you need to have, you know, the organization right. Hello and welcome to Memorable Marketing by Media Group. My name is Thomas Mai and I'm your host. Memorable Marketing by Media Group is a podcast and video series where we interview leading CMOs, business innovators, entrepreneurs, experts on all things marketing, brands, campaigns, and awareness. On today's episode, episode 8, we have a special episode. If you are interested in learning about how you can get your company listed on the stock exchange, if you want to know more about how to get an IPO, initial public offering, I'm very delighted to say that we're interviewing Jesper Ilsry, who is a partner at uh, Capital Partner in Copenhagen. And he talks about the journey of getting from a startup to a public offering on the stock exchange. And he has found a shortcut to make it shorter and less expensive and less resourceful to get listed on NASDAQ. A couple of things I want to point out. Um, uh, yes, I had very little time and he told me only to spend 25 minutes on it. So the episodes get started right away. Not a lot of time for chit chat in the beginning. It's a uh, go business from the beginning. But uh, yes, it's very interesting in his perspective. And um, listen to this episode now. Welcome to Memorable Marketing by Media Group, and welcome to episode eight. Today, we've got a special guest. We've got Jesper Ilsry from uh, Capitate Partner, who's based in Copenhagen. Welcome to uh, the podcast. Thank you very much. Thank you, Jesper. So let's start by uh, you telling a little bit about yourself and your background. Well, my background uh, is uh, started out as a lawyer, uh, ventured into investment banking, uh, and have been in investment banking for... Ooh, more than 20 years, I believe. Uh, and now I'm a partner at Capital Partner, which is a, a corporate finance uh, shop in, in, based in Copenhagen, Denmark. Okay. And when you say corporate finance, what do you do? What are your services? Yeah, well, our primary service is to help find, find funding to companies. Uh, and we have a special focus on uh, making IPOs. Uh, for small companies, very small companies, so we call them venture IPOs. Okay, and you go to them this journey from, from, from very small companies all the way to an IPO. How long is the average time for a company on that journey? Uh, the average time is uh, basically depends on how fast we can get it through uh, uh, the stock exchange, which is usually NASDAQ uh, or the FSA, but it's around five to six months. Wow. Okay. So that's pretty fast turnaround. So in that meantime, do you help them grow uh, in their business or do you get them at a point where they are ready to go or? Yeah, we say we kind of spend, you say, bringing up is like the first month to get them organized, ready to, to receive funding. It, it's the private placement or public funding doesn't really matter. Uh, and then we spend a couple of months uh, preparing uh, the prospectus. Uh, or the investment memorandum, depending on uh, regulatory issues. Uh, and then we have to get it through uh, the FSA or the stock exchange, and then we're done. Okay. Wow. So that's a, that's a <laughs> quick turnaround. What are the, uh, if I'm a potential uh, company and I'm thinking about going IPO one day, what would I need to do before contacting someone like you? What would I need to, what kind of uh, X do I need to put in order in order to get my, my things right for you? Yeah, in order to, to, to get funding from investors, you need to have, you know, your organization right. So you can actually execute on the plans you have. Um, uh, the budgets, do they, you know, 
yes, to the, are they for real? You can say that, that you know, can you actually do it? Uh, because one thing is if you go to a, a, a venture fund or whatever, and they know you have like, you know, pumped up everything. Uh, but at a stock exchange, you know, you're closely watched. And if you don't deliver, you know, uh, it, it has consequences. So, so we really look into that. So it's the organization, the plans, the budgets, uh, everything needs to be, you know, right or we need to get it right and um, and usually it, it, they don't have a board uh, so they have they have to have a good board uh board of directors um, so that's something we work on a lot it's a good governance and good compliance um to yeah, yeah you can say we, we have like almost companies that are close 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 to being startups you know uh, two guys and a seller uh, who have made some great software and instead of getting funding through you know, the, the usual venture capital the business angel usually they have business angel funding but we can be actually IPO the next step so it is like a seed round or a series A round that is uh, done through an, an IPO okay very interesting um, just going back to what you were saying before so did you help start the capital partner or did you um, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, um, I was one of the founders. Uh, and we started it out uh, basically because the economic ecosystem in Denmark didn't really work. Denmark is a very small country. You can get the, the first seed funds, but but then it's getting difficult. Uh, and people get great ideas in Denmark, uh, but the, getting the funding to get, go global uh, is difficult. Uh, so so we kind of uh, did what they did in Sweden was to make these venture IPOs where you raise you no. Know, very small amounts, but but you do it for uh, an IPO. And is that because the traditional uh, banking system is not really set up to support these kinds of companies? Yeah, you can say bank banks don't lend money to startups. You know, that's like that's the same thing all over the world. Uh, um, but but you have increasing number of business angels that, that supports it, uh, support the whole uh, yeah sector. But once you've raised, you know, something like one, two million US dollars, you know, then there are very few investors left to fund you. And you have to go abroad. Uh, and, and that's almost more difficult because all investors want to invest locally. Uh, so it's getting more and more difficult. Uh, and if you have made a product, you know, you, you've raised two million dollars, you, you, you've actually developed your product, you know, everything's good. And now you're, you have always some customers, uh, local customers, and now you want to go global. Well, that requires 10, 20 million dollars. They're difficult to get. And that's where uh, the, the public funding through an IPO you know, comes in. Okay, very interesting. How many do you take through every year on, on that journey? I mean, we take, take a couple of companies every year. Okay, okay, because it's a, it's a, it's a long journey. I mean, it's six months, but it's a tough journey. There's a lot of things that have to come together to do that. Yeah, it's, it, I think we, we do we do a lot of the work, but I think for every company, they they think it's it's a tough journey because you know they have to get everything. You know, yeah, it's, it's all the details need to come into place. Both you the scrutiny and the regulations and the spotlight you're getting on 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 a stock exchange as opposed to. Yeah, and you, you have to write a prospectus. Obviously, we, we do most of the writing, but still a hundred-page documents you have to. <laughs> exactly. All right, and so that's your main uh, business. Do you do you provide other services at your company? Yeah, we do. This is 
ordinary, if you say so, uh, corporate finance, you know, also with a private placement, uh, so to get funding from other kinds of investors or mergers and acquisitions uh, or ordinary financial advice regarding, you know, loan structures and, and financial structures and so on. Yeah, and we, we I think we're pretty well known in, in Denmark because we the, the growth uh, stock exchange, which is called NASDAQ First North, um, which is like a, a sub uh, exchange for, for NASDAQ. Uh, we were the ones who got it, get it, got it going again in Denmark. It had been like totally dead for 10 years, so we got it all going, and so we created it again. <laughs> so, but how, so in, 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 it's through your network you get new clients to come in, new potential uh, people to come in. Do you also bridge between investors, so people who have money who might go in and give some money before an IPO? Yeah. yeah. A lot of times you need to get get funding because If you have maybe a growth company, you don't have funding for the next six months plus the funding you need to actually do the IPO. Uh, yeah. So we need to get in there and and and, and do what we call a, a pre-IPO uh, funding. Okay. And so this pre-IPO funding is that also a lengthy process uh, that to get that started? Not as long as the IPO, but 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 it's a huge difference between making a, a private placement, which is, the pre-IPO is, and an IPO. Uh, the IPO it takes this six months, but it's like in, you have the, the, the time schedule from day one till the first day of trading uh, when you start out. Uh, so it's it's kind of strange also for the company saying, okay, hmm, it takes six months, but I can tell you the date when you get the money. Um, and why can I tell you the, the date? Because at an IPO, you know, we reach out uh, through marketing and everything else. We reach out to hundreds and thousands of investors, which each chip in like. I think the average is like four thousand US dollars, so it's not a lot of money. So, uh, so we we don't need a lot of these hundreds, several hundred thousand investors to actually chip in. Why we go to allocation? We need to talk, to, even though we have a network. But you need you have to send out emails, you have to call them, you have to have webinars, you have to do things, and it just takes time. So usually pre IPO will take three months. Oh wow! So we try to do it simultaneously with the IPO if that is needed because we don't have the time. Wow. So the part of the service you get if you go to you is to go out and get all to access to this pre-incorporated uh, network of, of thousands of people who can go in and help an average of $4,000 and, of course, go to that IPO journey. Okay, that makes it interesting. So you're based in Copenhagen, but you work in the Nordic countries or do you work globally um, with what you do? Because I noticed your website had, of course, English translation, but also Chinese. I saw that. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, the reason is that we have... We- Most of our business is for, for Danish companies um, and listing them in Denmark. Uh, but uh, Nasdaq First North is a huge success. Uh, I think it's nowhere in the world where you list so many small companies. Um, and so, uh, it is, and one thing is you list them, but there's also liquidity afterwards. Uh, the problem for, for all stock exchanges, I work for, within and most stock exchanges, is that you know small cap companies they have no liquidity. Uh, so, uh, yeah, and that's basically why you list it, because it's liquidity, you can buy yourself a stock. Um, but for these small companies on First North, which is like a micro cap companies, that's a huge liquidity. Uh, so, so foreign uh, companies, you know, call us, uh, contact us, say, okay, that sounds interesting. You know, can we list on NASDAQ First North? And people want to have the NASDAQ branding and they get the NASDAQ branding. It is NASDAQ. Uh, it's NASDAQ New York. It's the same thing here in Denmark. It's just the, Have the possibility as a very small company to list, and it also doesn't take a lot of time. You know, going to New York is huge, 
IPO, you know, it takes a year to two years, probably more than two years, two years, uh, while we can do it in five to six months. Oh, wow. I, did, I was not aware of that. So that's, that's very interesting. Um, and how many new companies are registered on this NASDAQ uh, First North uh, every year, approximately? Oh, yeah, it has, it has boomed. Uh, and I think that on First North in general, is at least in, in Scandinavia, it's also in the Baltic countries, but Denmark, Sweden, and Finland. Uh, I think from yeah, to this year alone, I think we are almost up to 80 companies or something like that. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's, that's a lot of companies. Wow. Yes, but in order to reach all the 100,000 different customers uh, to or potential investors to go in and give the average of $4,000, how do you get hold of them? How do you build that network? Yeah, uh, one thing is we have a, a small network of, of investors, uh, but the main, the main way we, we market is, is through online marketing. Um, so uh, we do banner ads primarily and social media ads. Um, and, and yeah, so we target the, the, the customers that way or the, uh, the potential customers, basically investors, <laughs> potential customer, which is the investor. So you use online marketing. So you run a campaign, as you said, through, through a banner ad where you were advertising this next big company, this next company you're working with coming up, or do you advertise them to get into your investment portfolio? How, how do you do that? No, no, this is, is a, is, is, we're talking just saying this is a new IPO. You have a possibility to invest. Uh, uh, click here to get more information, uh, so you can get the prospectus or the video or, or whatever, or go to the banks because they cannot buy the shares uh, on our website. They need to go to their own bank uh, and and come with a subscription there. Okay, but in order to go to your website, they give you an email address, then they're allowed to download the prospectus, and that's how you. Is that how it works? Yeah, basically, it's very simple. Uh, a banner ad, click here, and you, you, you come to the landing page. And on the landing page, it can be either a one we created or a, a company's own web page. Uh, and then you have the information. But still, you need to, you cannot buy this, the shares through the company website or through our website. You need to go to your own bank, uh, online bank or whatever, uh, and then subscribe for the shares there. And you're doing the banner ads and you're doing the social media. So on social media, is it also, here's a new IPO, this company we think is very exciting. Do you want to find more? Click here. Is that the kind of ads you're running? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Uh, it's just it's getting known out there that there's a new IPO and, and what it's about. And you target certain investor profiles and, 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 and characters who are into investment. And what countries are you doing this in, if I may ask? Well, it depends on where we market the IPO, and that's regulatory. Uh, but but usually, if you raise, usually you raise, you know, a small amounts like ten million US dollars, and and we don't need to go beyond Denmark if it's a Danish IPO. Uh, but it can be, some can obviously be higher, but it can also be that we see there's a reason, f you know, f the, the 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 company's product or their clients or whatever, you know, have a broader reach already. So it can make sense to go to Sweden or it can be like, oh, this is a green investment and that's, you know, really hot uh, topic. So let's also uh, go to the Swedish investors, let's go to the Norwegian investors or Finnish investors. But, you know, obviously marketing goes up uh, the more countries you, uh, you reach out to. So, uh, yeah, 
the amount we need to raise also needs to, to be higher in order for that to make sense. And uh, Media Group is helping you with these banners and these social media. And how long have you been working with Media Group? Well, well, I think almost since the first IPO. So that's we, we did uh, something like yeah four years ago. Um, so they do all the all the retargeting, the programming of of, of the, the banner ads and, and the social media ads. You know, figuring out which target group is the best one, uh, and this. It changes from 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 IPO to IPO. Uh, um, you can say that young people have really become interested in, in in investing, which is good. But it's it's the older ones who's got the money and the time, <laughs> so they have to get a final mix. <laughs> That's true. Do you think the old the younger ones is that because of the whole Wall Street bets on Reddit? Is that where that's coming from, or are they just? Yeah. Like- yeah. It's, it, that's one thing, and the other thing is that um, well, uh, COVID nineteen has changed the whole environment, investment environment a lot. People were home, had nothing to do, um, and nothing to bet on because there was no soccer, no football, no ice hockey, nothing you can bet on. So people started betting on the stock exchange, uh, and that they stuck because yes, you don't have to wait until the game starts or ends. You can you know, bet twenty four seven. That's true, and you can you can write it all the time, or you can get out when you don't want to be part of it anymore. Huh, interesting. Okay, that's really good. All right. Um, so you said it's a small amount to raise ten million dollars. Do you sometimes raise more, or what's the average amount you raise? Yeah, I think the average is probably around ten million dollars on the IPO, and then sometimes you raise more on on, on the private placement before that. But it's, yeah, so it's really small amounts. And and the reason why you can also you could raise more. Uh, but the whole thing is not to raise more than you actually need, uh, because the whole idea is that the share price shall go up. So next time you raise uh, funds, it will be at a higher valuation. So so you start out with ten million dollars, and then you maybe raise ten million or twenty million dollars twelve months after the IPO, and then you just continue like that. Makes sense. That's good. Um, I know you, I promise you we could only interview for 25 minutes and the time is almost up. <laughs> so um, is there anything you want to say here before before the final five minutes? Well, I think that, that you know, I think that, that, that doing this marketing of an IPO is very special. Uh, it's not something we it basically not in, they usually do in Sweden. It is, a, a, I think, more or less a Danish concept uh, that you Get out there and promote the IPO uh, to directly to the retail investors. Um, because an ordinary IPO is will be the investment bank who's doing it, and 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 they will use their own network, their own clients, customers uh, uh, to push the stock to, to them. While we go out and also need to get new investors on board, people who have never been investors before. Uh, uh, and that's where uh, this online marketing has been proved very successful. Uh, people understand now that what is a stock, what is an IPO, uh, okay, I can actually get in on the action, you know, it's pretty easy to set up a bank account and start trading, and um, and, and this is a possibility for me. So I think that that, that is, yeah, I think that's just very special for the Danish market, uh, for, for the for stock markets, that uh, they actually do this marketing, but it's proven extremely f- effective. Also, the, the, the entry of, of the barrier to entry is getting smaller because now you have apps on the phone, you can invest through an app or 
yeah, there's many ways you can do now where there, before you had to have a personally know someone in investment company and they had to vouch for you. You had to deposit some money and then you can start investing. Where here, it's a little more different and you can invest smaller amounts, I presume, as opposed to uh, in, in earlier, earlier times. Yeah. Yeah, you see, the minimum ticket is, is you know, like a thousand dollars, US dollars. Uh, so it's, it's very small amounts. Um, and, and you're saying, okay, Reddit is, is, is used in the US, it's not so big in Scandinavia, but people use Facebook groups. So there's very, a lot of Facebook invest, investor groups. Uh, and, and the good thing about online marketing is that you can actually, you know, better attack these groups uh, because they will see it. Uh, on Facebook, uh, on the social media, you know, on the banners, and so, so it gets into to, to that system, um, uh, which you know, a newspaper ad doesn't. That's true. That's true. All right. Um, yes, but I promise to uh, to let you go in about one minute. So I will I'll keep that promise. It was absolutely a pleasure to speak to you. If anybody's interested in in getting an IPO and finding out more, we have links in the show notes and how to how to get to a Capital Partner and how to work with them. And yes, but I just want to say thank you so much for spending time with us and giving us your time today. Thank you. Well, I thank you. It's been a pleasure. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. So saying, after each episode, regular listeners of yours will know I bring you in. You are our little podcast producer. <laughs> you are our person who makes everything sound good. And I always like to hear what you think about uh, today's uh, podcast, today's episode. Yeah, this was a really interesting one. Yeah. I have had very little uh, exposure to the world of investment and particularly getting companies from startup to listed on any stock exchange so yes. this is a really interesting one to kind of see a little bit of um the background on that yeah uh what really interested me is yeah this idea of exposing potential ipos to retail customers rather than looking for like the big angel investors yes that's that's really that's a really interesting idea it, I, I like that and also it seems like a shorter journey and yeah, and I think that digital marketing is a really good place to examine that from because yeah. how do you find these people that aren't going to invest $100,000 but maybe have five, ten, twenty thousand $20,000 to, to invest in, in things? Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I think digital marketing is a great way to kind of access that broader market and and kind of, I mean, uh, they, they said that the... Uh, people call them and that is kind of how they reach customers. And I think that the, the uh, brand knowledge and brand awareness, that's where, that's yeah. where that they can rely on that uh, in their digital marketing is, uh, is yeah, a yeah. show of their strength. Yeah. I think that uh, when people are calling him, it's more when they want to get an IPO, but it's the money that they want to try and change. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think that's a brilliant way of doing it also because it's smaller amounts and it's become, as I said, a smaller barrier to entry. And also, I didn't know that there was this smaller Nasdaq version in 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 Copenhagen or in Scandinavia at least, where it, the time is six months to get to to listed as opposed to New York, where it can take up to two years. Is it? Yeah, absolutely. I again, this is something I know very little about, so I was very interested in listening the whole way through. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and especially talking about you know just. Just ten million dollars is yeah. a very, very small, oh, small amount. amount. Yes. It's a small amount, ten million dollars. Small amount. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but obviously, like this is 
having been made more aware of the current trends through the Wall Street bets and controversies yes. around that, it is very interesting to see what is happening on the stock market now with with the new generations that aren't exactly as as liquid as no. uh, past generations have been uh, getting involved and making their making themselves known. Exactly, but also very interested in coming to the market. Yeah, that's 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 yeah. really good, and I think that's good diversity there, and hopefully they can bring some. <laughs> Something else than just just the money, also a voice and a different way of being looked at. As, oh, it's, as, it's one way to vote with your wallet. Is yeah, to pick who, to what, what kind of business you, exactly. what kind of business you choose. Yeah, exactly. All right, Zane. Uh, thank you so much for your thoughts and uh, feedback on that. You're very welcome. It's always a pleasure to work with you, Zane. Thank you for listening or watching Memorable Marketing by Media Group. As I mentioned before, if you want to find out how you can work with us or you want to contact me and speak to me, um, there's two ways of doing that. Uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, there should be something on the description of the video. Or if you're watching it on one of your podcast uh, platforms, whether it's Apple, Spotify, there'll be some a link in the description of, of my email address to how you can get in contact with me. And yes, I will read it. I will respond to email and I would love to hear your story and how we can help you, you know, learn with marketing. But if you want to work with us and get all the knowledge we have then write to me and i look forward to hear from you uh thanks again to uh Thane for producing this so thank you for listening <laughs>